the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, let me begin this segment by asking you an honest question. All right? I realize that you right now, most of you are listening to AM radio. Some of you are listening on our FM signal, 104.5 FM, and we are very grateful for what I call our little sister, 104.5 FM, uh, has much less power, much less reach uh, than our AM 880 signal. Uh, So the majority of you are listening on AM radio. Hey, I, I have, obviously I have nothing against FM. Um, most Christians, when they want to listen to music, uh, they listen to FM. That's there's no doubt about that. That's true. And uh, we here at Salem Media of Ohio, we have an FM music station right here in Columbus that we call the Fish. But here is my question. If a real emergency erupts, whether it is something of extreme importance locally or statewide or nationally or internationally, and I'm talking about a real news event, a real news emergency, where do you turn your radio dial to? Your FM music station? Or an AM station? Well, I think I know the answer for most of you. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And I want to take a few minutes to speak to you about something extremely important, not just to me, but to everyone. There has been an attempt to kill AM radio for many years. Why? Well, as you know, I'm not much into conspiracies, but AM radio has thrived for years because of conservative talk. Uh, Rush Limbaugh obviously... Uh, did incredible things to popularize AM radio. The Rush Limbaugh program was almost exclusively on AM radio stations. He was on a few FM, but primarily AM stations. Even before that, if there were conservative talk shows on the air, they were primarily on AM If there were news stations, they were primarily AM. Well, my goodness, I remember 
oh my goodness, it's been at least 20 years ago, maybe longer. All of the experts were saying AM radio is done. It's dying. Nobody listens to AM radio. Uh, It's going to go off the air. They're not going to be able to survive. Advertisers won't stand behind it. Listeners no longer listen to AM. That was over and over and over again. I heard that, read that over and over and over again. Well, it didn't happen. And AM radio is thriving. According to the most recent authoritative research studies... Well over 80 million Americans listen on a regular basis to AM radio. 80 million Americans listen on a regular basis to AM radio. It is far from dead, but there is a renewed movement to kill it. Now again... I'm not much into conspiracies, but I personally believe this is a direct attack on conservative radio and on Christian radio. I really do believe that. I really do believe that. Now, this attack on AM radio has taken many forms, but the most dangerous, the most deadly to date is the decision by a number of car makers, and not just American car makers, to abandon AM radio. Ford Motor Company is probably the best known. They have announced their plans that within just the next few years, they will no longer even offer AM radio. It will not be an option. It's not, you can opt in, you can opt out. It's no, they will offer no AM radios. Well, that's a problem. Obviously a problem for conservative talk radio, but also AM radio is the backbone of the emergency network system, the emergency broadcast system. Uh, When there's an amber alert, when there is a a, a weather emergency, It is AM radio that bears the burden of those emergency alerts. And yet, a number of automakers have already announced their plans to do away with AM radio. Now, they are saying, now listen carefully, they are saying, well, as we go to electric vehicles... Uh, All electric vehicles and AM are not compatible together. They interfere with each other. Depends on who you read. AM radio interferes with the electric car. Well, that's bogus because the radio signals are in the air anyway, whether you're in an electric car or not. Well, no, it's the electric car uh, uh, comes into conflict with uh, the radio broadcast of Well, all right, a very simple, inexpensive filter can be installed in the car and it takes away any of the concerns 
about interference between AM radio and the electric car. Inexpensive, obviously at manufacture, incredibly easy to include. So this whole thing about, well, it's interference with uh, the electric car, and that's bogus. It's bogus. And again, I am not much into conspiracies, but this one I think truly is a conspiracy to to instill a death blow to Christian radio and conservative radio. Years ago, the uh, Fairness Doctrine was introduced and then abandoned, fortunately. That would have killed conservative radio. Well, they have tried and tried and tried. The liberal left has tried and tried and tried to bring back the Fairness Doctrine, which again would kill uh, conservative talk. They've not been able to do that. So, well, let's just get rid of AM radio. Now, what can you do? A bipartisan coalition in the United States Congress has introduced the AM for Every Vehicle Act. Now, it's primarily Republicans, but there are Democrats that have signed on to this legislation. Again, it is the AM for Every Vehicle Act, and it would require AM radio in new vehicles without an additional charge. In other words, the status quo. I am happy to say that our Ohio Senator, J.D. Vance, is one of those supporting the uh, legislation. I encourage you to contact your elected representatives in Washington, D.C., and plead with them to support the AM for Every Vehicle Act. Write it down. The AM for Every Vehicle Act. Contact your elected representative. Sherrod Brown, I don't think, is one of the signers. J.D. Vance is. Contact uh, Sherrod Brown's office. Thank J.D. Vance's office. And contact your representative in Washington and plead with them to support this legislation. The AM for Every Vehicle Act. This is important. Don't allow automakers to take away what you are listening to right now. If this program and AM radio is important to you, then protect it. It's time to act. The AM for Every Vehicle Act Send a letter, send an email, make a phone call. Let your voice be known. We'll take a break and be back.
Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Uh, there are some that are laughing about this story. I don't think there's anything funny. I think, I think it's very sad, and uh, I think it's tragic. And it involves Senator Dianne Feinstein, a Democrat from California. Uh, she has been in the Senate for many, many years. Uh, she has announced that she is not going to seek re-election. Well, uh, she is, uh, what is she, 80, 86, 80, uh, she's up, she's in her mid to upper, oh, I thought I had it here. Anyway, she is in her mid to uh, to upper 80s, and she's been out of the Senate for over three months because she came down with shingles. Now shingles are not fun. And I had shingles several years ago, and it was it was not fun. Those of you who have had shingles, you know. And I had a, a fairly mild case. Some people, it's extremely, extremely severe and painful. And uh, I think those that are more elderly, uh, shingles is more severe. Well, Diane Feinstein's case evidently was fairly severe, and uh, she has been away from the Senate for over three months. There was a large chorus of fellow senators who said she needs to resign, including a number of prominent Democrats said, we love Diane, we appreciate her, but she's holding up judicial nominations because she's on the Judiciary Committee. And there were a whole lot of people who said she needs to resign. She's not going to seek re-election. It is time for her to step aside. Someone can be appointed to replace her, etc. She has absolutely refused. So she came back to Washington. Uh, It was either yesterday or the day before. And uh, she was, uh, uh, let's see, Uh, it uh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. She uh, showed up uh, in order to vote. Uh, She was in a wheelchair, which nothing, 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 nothing wrong with that. Uh, But she, they had a very difficult time in getting her out of the car. She appeared extremely frail, extremely frail. Um, She was wheeled into the Senate and... uh, She voted against a measure that would have nullified some D.C. criminal justice reforms, etc. So, uh, when she was coming out of the elevator in her wheelchair, a reporter from the Los Angeles Times approached her and asked if he could ask her some questions. She immediately said, aren't you an eager one? Well, I guess he was. And he uh, asked her about her return to the Senate 
and whether her colleagues, quote, had offered much in the way of well wishes. So you get the question. Did your colleagues offer much in the way of well wishes on your return? And she said, what have I heard about what? The L.A. Times reporter said, about your return. She looked very confused, and I've looked at the video, and she clearly is very confused, and she said, I haven't been gone. You should, well, I uh, I haven't been gone. I've been working. And the L.A. Times reporter, wanting to be kind and gentle to the elderly Democrat senator, said, Oh, you mean you've been working from home? And she said, uh, No, I, I've been here working, voting. I think, I think a reasonable person, I think a reasonable person would conclude she did not remember that she had just come back to the Senate. She didn't remember that she'd been home for three months. She didn't remember that she had been unable to vote in person for quite some time. She was confused. And again, some are making fun. That's inappropriate. It's sad. It's sad for her. It's sad for America. And yet she and her staff are refusing to admit that she is unable to do her job. You see, it's all about power. It's all about power. By the way, when the L.A. Times reported this, they said, quote, in the short interview, she mentioned a problem with her leg, but she said she was feeling better. They completely omitted the confusion. Hmm. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.